Floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone, give us a call. We know there's a home improvement project on your to-do list. Perhaps you've just uh, said goodbye to the relatives, or maybe they're still there, and you can't talk about them. We understand that. <laughs> but perhaps very quietly, you go to a back room, find that phone that nobody knows exists. How do I get them to leave? Sneak out of the house, whip out the cell phone, <laughs> call us at one eight 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 money pit and tell us about the home improvement problem that you experienced hosting the hordes of family and friend that are probably out your house this, this Thanksgiving weekend. We hope it's been a good one for you, everybody. We certainly have had a great time. Still working on the leftovers here at my house. Assume we'll be doing that for probably the next four or five days because there's all we always overcook mm, every time so good because you know what if you don't make enough you're going to be so sad and yeah. as the hosts it's you're so busy cooking and preparing and cleaning that when you finally sit down and everybody else has enjoyed the meal you had like a bite yeah so well, you kind of really pick, i mean if it's my house we're always picking 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 as we're cooking it's sort of mm, part of the italian way you know true but you can't <laughs> touch the turkey and that's always my favorite well, we've got a busy show planned for you this hour to help you get back on the stick with your projects around the house. Coming up, we're going to talk about, first, about one of the less pleasant chores of home ownership, cleaning your gutters. You know, there's a reason we call the season fall, but it doesn't have to be terrible. There are easy ways to get that project done, and it is, in fact, a very important project because besides getting clogged and having the water overflow, those, cl- those clogged gutters can cause quite a few structural problems in your house. We're going to tell you how to avoid that in just a bit. Plus, this time of year, candles are more popular than ever as a home decor item. But before you light those candles, be aware that winter is a prime time for home fires. We're going to have a few safety tips to help you enjoy those candles without a call to your fire department. And a flickering candle flame might be a sign that your windows are letting in drafts. Tax credits are making this a great time to upgrade to more energy-efficient windows, but not all windows qualify. We're going to talk about a system that will help you identify whether some windows that you might be considering will qualify for the tax credit and can put up to 1500 bucks into your pocket via that tax credit on next year's taxes. We'll have that tip on how to take the guesswork out of window replacement in just a few minutes. Plus, we're giving away a great prize this hour. It's the Stanley Fat Max Toolbox, and it's worth 30 bucks. It delivers strong but lightweight storage for all of your hand tools, and it's a great holiday gift. You know what? If you head on over to MoneyPit.com, we've got a list of all of our gift suggestions there. So if you're not the winner and you don't feel like re-gifting, you can find something there to buy. 888-666-3974. Let's get right to it. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Kate in North Carolina is calling in with a creative flooring project. What can we do for you? My floor is either um, linoleum or vinyl. It's in the kitchen, and it's at least 10 years old. And what I'd like to do is, as an interim project, just to paint it. I'm wondering okay. what you thought about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can paint it. It's, it's not going to stick. We'd rather you consider using a remnant piece of, uh, of vinyl or perhaps a laminate floor uh, these are not expensive options and going to give you far more durability than any type of a surface prep like paint. Okay, so paint is not an option at all then. I, I, I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, you know, I'm not sure they will even stick. 
Well, people, I mean, there's a process. I mean, certainly if you were to go online, you'd find information about how to do it. What generally is done, and I mean, really, my only concern is that it's such a floor that you use a lot, you clean a lot. So, you know, the the durability of the paint would have to be a factor. Now, if you were going to give it a try, since maybe in a year you're going to replace it anyway, and why not? Um, What you would want to do is sand the floor which is crazy. You'd be sanding the floor with like 180 grit sandpaper and you want to just remove that glossy finish and get rid of that like slickness to it. And then once you've sanded, you're going to use like a a liquid sand or something, maybe like gloss off just to try to get that additional surface finish off of that flooring. Once that's done, you're going to prime the surface with a really good painting primer. And you want to use a good thick coat with a roller and then allow that to dry. And then you can go ahead and paint it. Now, you might want to use a porch and floor paint or something that's really made to withstand the traffic. And I mean, you can get creative. You can use a stencil. You can you know, use an interesting finish. You can create it to look like anything. But I mean, it's worth a shot if you plan on replacing it in a year or two. Just see how it, how it stands up. But it, my concern is just scrubability, durability. You you know, you use the kitchen floor a lot. All righty. I will. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. There's lots and lots of things that can be painted. Vinyl floors is not one of them. <laughs> this makes me nervous. <laughs> Albert in Michigan is dealing with a moisture issue. Tell us what's going on at your Money Pit. Yeah, I recently purchased a home in uh, northern Michigan, and uh, my basement just smells mildewy, and I'm getting about a gallon and a half of water through my dehumidifier every two days, mm. and I'm just wondering if I could, if this is going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's a, there's a couple of things you can do. First of all, as far as that humidifier is concerned, let's see if we can dry up the moisture, and then we'll tell you what to do what's mm-hmm. left over. Uh, you want to start outside the house. Now, most of the time when you have a basement moisture issue, it's sourcing at the foundation perimeter. So you need to look at the grading and the drainage. This is the angle of the soil around the house and also the uh, the gutter system. Make sure it's clean, free-flowing, and the downspouts are four to six feet away from the house. Now, those two things are going to dry up significantly moisture that's forming inside of a basement. Does this get damper or wetter after a rainfall? Um, heavy rainfall? No, I don't, I don't get any water or anything in the house. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if they tell you, I do live on a river. Right. So you're dealing with humidity all the time. Mm, generally. So managing that moisture is going to be the key, and the grading and the drainage is, what going to do, is what's going to do that. Now, now, Albert, do you have a forced air system in the house for heating or cooling? Yeah. Okay, well, that's a good thing because there are several products out there that are whole home dehumidifiers and they get hooked into your HVAC system and they're sort of set up on a humidistat system so you can have it do the entire house, just the basement. You can have it set for different time periods. You can have it kick on generally when there's too much moisture. And I think when operating at sort of peak efficiency, you're getting, what is it, 90 liters of water out of the basement? 90 daily? pints of water 90 pints, thank you. Mm-hmm. And it goes, you know, right out of the house. There's never a bucket to empty. You don't have to worry about the process, you know, in case you forget. And that'll constantly remove that moisture. Yeah. All right. I guess I'll have to check my uh, downspouts on my gutters. Check that first. I didn't even think about that. Well, I think you're going to find that that has a dramatic impact on the amount of moisture that gets into that basement space. 
you got to manage that first four to five feet of soil around the outside of the house. Keep that dry, and the basement will be a heck of a lot drier. And by the way, with that dehumidifier, if you don't go with the whole house, you can get a, a condensate pump for probably less than 100 bucks that will pump out the water that's filling up that pan in the dehumidifier, and you won't have to do it manually. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Pick up the phone and give us a call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we will give you a hand with your home repair, home improvement, design, decor, holiday decor, you name it. If you're working on it, we'll give you a hand with that project. So call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Well, you're right up against the time when you're going to have sort of your last opportunity to clean out the gutters before it gets too cold or too snowy, and you do want to do it because while it might be an inconvenient chore, it's very important for your home's structural integrity. We'll tell you why, along with some tips to make this job easy after this. The Money Pit is brought to you by Milgard Windows and Doors. Milgard Windows can help save on energy bills and qualify for up to $1,500 in tax credits. Credits expire December 31st. Visit Milgard.com to locate a window dealer near you. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you should pick up the phone and give us a call. We want to give you a hand with your holiday home improvements. So call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. And if perhaps your holiday home improvement might be getting a home improvement gift for the home improver in your life, well, then call us with a question because we've got a great prize this hour, which could make a great gift or a great gift for you. We're giving away the Stanley Fat Max Foam Toolbox. It's worth $30. Now, it's got a watertight seal, which are going to protect your tools in pretty much any weather, even rainstorms. It's sturdy construction, and it's got an ergonomic handle, which will make this a great toolbox. And it's on our gift suggestion list. So it really is a great place to sort of check out what you can buy for all of your handy friends and loved ones over at moneypit.com. You can head on over there, look at all of our top gift picks for the holidays, and give us a call at one eight 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 Money Pit for your chance to win. Eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Well, cleaning your gutters is probably up there with plunging the toilet as a homeowner task that you just as soon live without. But <laughs> you had to go there. <laughs> it is a necessary evil. Here's why: gutters control the water around your home, folks. If clogs form. That's going to stop the gutters from doing their job. You can wind up with some pretty serious problems. Now, if you're not comfortable with heights, cleaning the gutters is not a job for you. You can consider hiring somebody to help you. But if you are a do-it-yourselfer, use a ladder, work gloves, and a hose to clear the gutters beginning from one end and moving to the other. Always work from the ladder and not from the roof where you could fall off. Mm -hmm. And when you get to the end of that gutter where the spout is, you want to spray the garden hose down the gutter. This way you're going to make sure that it's clear and there's no blockages there. Now, if your spout is clogged, you want to make sure that you remove the debris from both ends and then flush out the rest with a hose. Now, if this doesn't work, you might need to take the spout apart and then help, you know, sort of clear it out manually. But once the spouts are clear, you want to make sure that the discharge end is extended at least four to six feet away from the house to avoid any of those 
those problems that we're always telling you. Wet basements, lots of water. If you want more information and some tips, head on over to MoneyPit.com and search gutter cleaning tips and you will get all the answers you need. 888-666-3974. Pick up the phone and give us a call right now with your fall fix-up question. We are here to help. Who's next? Charlotte in California needs some help with a fireplace makeover. Tell us about the project. Yes, okay. I moved into this house a few months ago, and um, it's a, a brick fireplace mm. that was painted white. And I tried some solution on it, on part of it. Oh, my goodness. It was very sticky and gooey, and, and it didn't really take um, all the paint off the all brick right. either. Well, I mean, this is a fairly common problem, and there's you know a couple of different strippers out there that, that Leslie and I have had experience with mm. that work better than others. Yeah, I mean, I have good success with one called Rock Miracle, but the problem when you're dealing with brick is that the brick itself is so porous, so as soon as you put paint on it, it gets sucked in, you know, not just on that top layer, but all the way in through the brick, so... You know, no matter how much success you have with a, a paint stripper, there's still going to be some residue of this paint left. And I'm telling you, it's going to take coat after coat after coat and a lot of elbow grease. Oh, brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, just short of sandblasting, which always tends to be the most successful with paint removal on brick. Mm-hmm. But that's a huge disaster and not something you can do yourself. Are you trying to get back to the original brick? I would like to, yeah. yeah. You know what? You might want to you might want to consider repainting with a brick color. I mean, if you use a, a flat paint mm. and you get off as much of the old stuff as you can, it's going to be pretty close to original color, and it will be a lot less work on you. Mm. Because remember, brick is very absorbent. It's one of the hardest uh, materials to strip paint off of. And even if you get, you know, you work on this thing for hours and hours and hours, you're still going to have that white haze of paint showing through the pores of the brick. The other option, Charlotte, is that if you're feeling like taking on a little bit of a project and it's as simple as a tiling project, there are products out there called brick veneers, which is essentially one whole brick but sliced into several thinner layers. So it's maybe, what are they, like a quarter inch, Tom? Yeah, Half about. Inch? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then you can use that to almost tile over the existing bricks. So now you have beautiful brand new brick with beautiful fresh grout that doesn't have any paint, you know, residue within the grout itself. And it's not a terrible project. It's rather easy to do. And you can get so many beautiful varieties of brick tones, you know, not just from that traditional red. You can go in browns and in blues. I mean, it's really a beautiful opportunity. Yes, absolutely. Do you get that Home Depot? Hmm. I would start with a, a, a masonry distributor just to sort of see because Home Depot may have just one variety where if you go to a more specialized store, you would see a lot of different color options. Oh. All right, Charlotte. Now you have a couple of options, okay? Okay. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. John in Washington has a question about Tyvek paper. What can we do for you today? Yeah. Um, I was curious. Um, I'm, we... Uh, gutted a house that we've been living in because it, um, well, it needed some desperate work. It's a, t- a complete money pit. But, okay. <laughs> but um, we're, we're um, putting it back together now, and we're putting insulation in the walls, mm-hmm. and um, the, the studs, you know, they range from, like, 12 inches apart to 20 inches apart. Okay. Yeah, you know, just because we're retrofitting this 100-year-old house. Right. And... On on your um, insulation, you have your craft paper. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's getting all cut up and everything because right. you know these weird 
weird cuts and angles and stuff that this um, okay. that it has to fit into. Yeah. So your question is, can you restore that, or can you put a second moisture barrier? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is I know you, uh, we use Tyvek on the outside, you know, underneath the um, underneath the siding, and I was wondering if I could use that on the inside as a moisture barrier. Um, yeah, you know, I don't see why not. Uh, typically, people use just uh, Visqueen or sheet plastic for that, but I don't see why you couldn't use a material like Tyvek on the inside. It's vapor permeable. Uh, and it will it will contribute to that vapor barrier. Okay. So, yeah, okay. It, it's fine to do that. And uh, you're right, it's very hard to get a really good vapor barrier with um, the paper surfaces that are attached to the insulation because you really have to have, like, a perfect insulation. And even if you if you do have that, you know, you end up with a lot of extra cuts and that sort of thing. Yeah. So I think that's an option. Uh-huh. And, John, if you want more tips on installation of insulation, you can mm-hmm. find that at MuddyPit.com. We've got a green section uh, on the website with uh, lots of tips on how to insulate your house. All right, Mary in Washington, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you with your painting project? Well, I just have a question about marine paint. Okay. Um, someone told us that that was a really good choice for painting uh, like a porch or a concrete floor like in a basement, mm-hmm. or any wood floor that you wanted a lot of durability? Well, that's a good point, because the latex paints are great for convenience of use, but they're lousy for abrasion resistance. Mm-hmm. And a marine paint, which is solvent-based, is a lot tougher for a surface like that. So I would agree with that assessment. All right. Now, would that be? would there be any benefit to marine paint uh, over any other solvent-based paint that I could just pick up at Lowe's or Home Depot or something? Perhaps. It might be a little bit more durable. I mean, especially if you're thinking about doing, you know, a wood porch that gets a lot of exposure to the elements, I would right. go marine paint. Really? So have you, either of you ever used it before? I'm just, I've never, uh, you know, we just mm. heard an idea from one person, but I cannot find anyone who's ever actually used it. Um, have used it on uh, some woodwork on a home that was actually on a lagoon for that very purpose. And we used it but on it like a tackle. it is more expensive. Yeah, it's very more expensive. Actually, we used it because we had extra paint. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it worked really well because we had a door, we had a lagoon box, like a wood sort of a you know, box where you put your life jackets and stuff. Sure. And it really stood up very well. Okay. Well, perfect. That was my question then. All right. Well, Great. there you go. Thank Good luck you. with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Well, in just a few short weeks, you are going to be way too late to take advantage of those tax credits for making any energy-efficient home improvements to your Money Pit. Well, window replacement, it's a great project that's going to save you money and energy, but not all of those Energy Star-rated windows will qualify for that federal tax credit. We're going to teach you how to find out which windows will help you the most next. The Money Pit is brought to you by SnowblowersDirect.com. Thinking about getting a snowblower? Check out SnowblowersDirect.com's interactive buying guides, recommendations, and customer reviews. Snowblower experts are available to help you pick the perfect snowblower. Visit SnowblowersDirect.com. 
Where home solutions live. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at MoneyPit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, the clock is ticking down on those energy efficient upgrades that you can make to your home that's going to allow you to cash in on those federal tax credits that are up for grabs. And replacing your older windows and doors is really one of the smartest home investments because you're going to see those savings on heating and cooling costs right away. Yeah, and you will also add to the resale value value of your home. Now, when you do select windows, though, you must select windows that qualify. And manufacturers are getting smarter and smarter about positioning their products in such a way to make that very, very easy. One such manufacturer is Milgard, doing a great job helping to communicate the benefits of energy-efficient glass to consumers. And with us to talk about that right now is Jason McCook, who is Milgard's sales manager. Hi, Jason. Welcome to the program. Hey, how are you guys doing? We are excellent. Now, Let's talk just briefly about the Federal Energy Tax Credit. Obviously, it, uh, it evaporates here at the end of the year, and we want to we want to basically make our last push now to get these improvements done so we can take advantage of that up to $1,500, which is on the table there, uh, just sitting there waiting for us to, to grab. Uh, but when it comes to windows, though, there are some pretty stringent requirements that you have to qualify for in order to earn that tax credit. You guys actually, though, have made that a lot easier with uh, the way you're packaging your product. Can you talk about that for us? Yeah, you bet. You know, Milgard Windows and Doors has, has really been a leading manufacturer of uh, premium fiberglass, wood, and, and vinyl windows and patio doors for over 50 years. And we realized that there was really a need uh, for the consumer uh, to be able to make a decision about energy-efficient windows and take advantage of this tax credit. So Milgard came out with two energy packages called 3D and 3D Max, and those are basically two easy ways uh, to understand uh, what it is that uh, the consumers need. And uh, those two energy packages basically offer homeowners a simple way to purchase windows with a specified level of energy efficiency. So I could walk into my local vendor and, you know, say, I live here, this is my climate conditions, this is what I want to accomplish, this is the side of the house, and you'll put together a window for me that really meets all of that criteria and qualifies for the credit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think we've tried to take uh, as much of the confusion out of it. Sometimes windows and doors can be a little bit intimidating, but with Milgard, we've been able to come up with these energy packages. So you just tell us what your needs are, and one of the packages most likely is already built to suit and meet your needs and the requirements of the tax credit all, uh, all in one easy decision. Now, when you're selecting windows, we tend to focus in on the glass but really, the window is a complete system, so it's not only the, gr- the glass, but it's also the construction and how it's all put together that all contributes to the energy efficiency. Isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So, it, you know, as you make a selection for windows, glass is, of course, important. So is the frame material. Uh, I mentioned that Milgard's been a, a leading manufacturer with premium fiberglass, wood, and vinyl windows and doors. All of those materials are really focused on insulating factors and not conducting heat and cold between the outside mm-hmm. of the windows. And, you know, the, the tax credit program is really built around um, U-values and solar heat gains. And those types of materials combined with high-performance ener- uh, energy-efficient glass is what's really going to help the consumer uh, qualify for that credit. We're talking to Jason McCook. He's a sales manager with Milgard Windows Indoors. And Jason, what kind of return on investment can consumers expect from a window replacement project? 
Well, you know, typically it really depends on the type of market you're in and the type of home that, uh, that's going in, but we've seen returns on investment as high as 75 or 80 percent, um, depending on what type of heating source and what type of insulation is in the home. Does it ever sort of boost resale value if you go for like those little extras, say, you know, like a protectant coating to protect your furnishings on the inside from sun damage or maybe something that might, you know, limit noise pollution inside the house? Does it help to go for those extras? You know, it definitely can. It's, it's interesting because we found that a lot of consumers we talk to, they all buy windows for different reasons. And some of the most important reasons to consumers are reducing noise. Um, we have special glazing packages uh, as well as a special, a special product line called Quiet Line designed to reduce noise. And depending on the glass package that you pick, it can reduce the harmful amounts of ultraviolet light that can come inside the house. Uh, most of all, new energy-efficient replacement windows are going to really make your home a, a much more comfortable place to be um, and, and obviously update the aesthetics dramatically. And you're going to be using a lot less heat <laughs> this winter as a result of having very energy-efficient windows, and that's really going to save you a lot of money. Jason McCook, sales manager with Milgard Windows Indoors. Thanks so much for filling us in on the 3D and the 3D Max energy packages. Great system. Absolutely. Thanks, guys, for having me. If you want more tips, you can go to Milgard's website at milgard.com. That's www.milgard, M-I-L-G-A-R-D.com, or you can call them at 800-MILGARD. All right, still ahead, candle safety. You know, they smell great, and they add a nice atmosphere to our holiday celebrations. So up next, we're going to give you some advice for safe candle use that you can carry all year long. Live in a body pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Generac and the Generac Automatic Standby Generator. Be protected and never worry about power outages again. Visit your favorite home improvement center or call 888-GENERAC or visit generac.com. Your home will stay on the next time the power goes out. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you should call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT because not only will we give you the best answer to your home improvement project, we will give you a shot at winning a great gift because this hour we're giving away the Stanley Fat Max Foam Toolbox worth 30 bucks. This is a sweet toolbox, i got to tell you. It's got a watertight seal. It's going to protect your tools in any weather. It's very sturdy. It's got a nice, easy, comfortable, ergonomic handle. And it also is one of our gift suggestions for all of your friends and family that are handy this holiday season. Visit MoneyPit.com to learn more about our top gift picks for the holidays. Or call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT for your chance to win the Stanley Fat Max Toolbox. That's right. Pick up the phone and give us a call because we'd love to hear what you're working on and give you a hand with your projects. Well, this time of year, we all love creating just a super festive atmosphere around our homes. And while flashlights are great in the dark, truly only candles can add that special touch to our holiday celebrations. Well, this is truly the time of year when home fires increase and candles are one of those reasons. So you want to make sure that you follow these safety tips. 
Never, never, never leave candles burning in a room unattended or overnight. Now, with Hanukkah being just a week away, you want to make sure that you choose a menorah with sturdy candle holders that will not tip or burn and that are large enough to collect that dripping wax. And also, make sure you keep candles away from your clothing, books, magazines, curtains. All of those are flammable. So be very careful with your candle placement. They also want to trim down those candle wicks, guys. You want them to be about a quarter inch tall, not any longer than that. And don't use pillar or taper candles once they're within about two inches of the holder. And finally, why not consider electric candles? There are even bulbs that flicker to create the same effect as a candle, and they're a heck of a lot safer to use. Give us a call right now if you've got a holiday fix-up question just like that. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Sharon in Illinois needs some help with a leaky pipe. Tell us about the problem. Well, I have a sump pump in my basement, and my basement's finished, and the pipe has cracked. Okay. It's leaking, and it's the pipe that goes from the sump pump to the outside Mm -hmm. of the house. Right. It's a white PVC pipe? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I've been stalking you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's an easy fix. I mean, it's not uncommon because those those sump pumps, when they come on, Sharon, they have a lot of vibration, right. and they typically will crack or they'll certainly get loose around the joints. So that shouldn't be too difficult for you to remove and replace. Okay, even though it's through the concrete. That's, yeah. That's my concern. That, yeah, you'll find that once you uh, take that apart, that it will simply slide right through that concrete wall. It's not held in there very tightly because... You know, you're not going to have a lot of pressure around it as it goes through the block wall. Okay. And after okay. you put the new one in, you may have to use some silicone caulk to kind of seal between the pipe and the wall. But it's a pretty straightforward project and, you know, one that should be done, should be fairly easy and very inexpensive. Okay, because we're getting bids of like six and $7,000. What? Like, yes. Are you talking to waterproofing contractors? Uh we are talking to whoever we can get to come out. I've right. To, but let me just guess. Know. Are you talking to those guys that specialize in waterproofing? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a lot of rip-off artists in that particular trade. They, you know, they come and they try to find problems and they sort of fan the flames of your anxiety and then they, you know, run up a lot of uh, costs while they do these projects. You, know, you almost never need a waterproofing contractor. If you improve your grading and your drainage so that your soil slopes away from the wall, gutters are clean, the downspouts are extended, you probably won't get hardly any water in that sump pump. So this is a really easy fix, which is going to take all of about $10 of material. Even if you paid a plumber to come out and replace this pipe, it wouldn't cost you more than 100 bucks for his, for his time. Wow. Because, okay. like I said, every yeah. bid we've gotten has been five to $6,000. Yeah. That's, That's because crazy. you're talking to the wrong guys. Okay? Good. Well, it sounds like we saved you from a possible big ripoff here, Sharon. I appreciate it. Believe you're welcome. Me, you call us again. I really don't have the money for it. Yeah, you call us again, okay? Yeah. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. Well, thank you very much. You are very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Two trades, two trades that are on uh, my watch list. Waterproofers and chimney sweeps, mm. both very big this time of year, very often come out and try to panic pedal you a solution that you do need at a very exorbitant price or a solution that you don't need mm-hmm. at a very exorbitant price. And it's amazing that they sort of have home improvement, you know, ESP, where they just knock at your door and yeah. sense you have a problem. Yeah. Or in insurance case, like you said, they showed up. Well, they showed up for a reason. And it is hard to get guys to come out and do small repairs, but... I mean, for one cracked pipe, hey, call a plumber. You know, whatever his minimum charge is, it's going to be worth it.
Larry in Iowa needs some help with a noisy HVAC system. Tell us what's going on with it. Well, it seems like every time the unit comes on, uh, whether it be heat, air conditioning, anything, there's a, a thumping or a knocking sound uh, that you can hear on the first floor or the second floor, no matter what. It's a kind of a banging sound when it comes on? Like a pinging? Yeah, well, it, it like it's... I don't know, it almost sounds like something's expanding and hitting into something because it okay. does it when it turns on and it does it when it shuts off. Yeah, that's called oil canning. And what's happening is the duct itself is inflating, so to speak, and popping outward. And then when the air goes off, it deflates and pops, pops back in. in. And, and you need to find the spot in the duct that that's happening. And then you can add a piece of wood across the outside of the duct on a diagonal and just use drywall screws and screw it right through into the duct. And that, like, one stick basically will make this whole thing go away. Larry, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Well, here's a burning question that I'm sure you are asking yourself over and over again. What exactly is the difference between mold and mildew? Well, does it really matter when we're talking about that? <laughs> and are there better ways to clean either, or are they the same thing? Well, we're going to answer all of those questions next. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we get dozens of calls uh, each year from listeners asking us how to clean natural stone floors and countertops, something you're probably doing a lot this weekend if you had a big family gathering and happened to have a stone countertop. Now, though, you can have all of that cleaning information at your fingertips. We've got a great article on moneypit.com. In fact, it is uh, one of uh, Leslie's blog posts with some tips on how to clean both natural stone floors and natural stone countertops. Simply go to moneypit.com, search that topic, and you will find the answers right there. Mm -hmm. And while you're online, you can email us your question. And I've got one here from Michael who writes, About 15 years ago, I put rubber matting on my concrete basement floor. I started to remove it today, and it's very dirty underneath. It also smells moldy. I've never had a water problem in the basement. It appears that the rubber has leached the moisture out of the concrete over the years. Two questions. What should I clean it with, and how concerned should I be about potential mold? Well, not terribly concerned, because mold is only going to grow on organic, not inorganic material. What you're probably seeing on the bottom of uh, that rubber mat is uh, what's formed on the dirt, because mold will eat the dirt, it'll eat the organic parts of the dirt, and then it'll kind of stain the mat, and it doesn't actually leach it out. It's kind of it's basically condensation because mm -hmm. moisture is going to try to evaporate out of the floor and it's going to condense and, underside. Right, of it's that got nowhere mat. to and, go through the rubber. And that's and that's kind of what you're going to see. So you know you need to clean it, and to do that you can use a bleach cleaning solution. You could use uh, OxyClean or something like that. Uh, and clean it very thoroughly. However, if you have a lot of moisture coming up through a floor like that, that means you need to address your drainage at the foundation perimeter. And whether it's mold or mildew, frankly, it doesn't really matter because they both uh, stem from uh, a fungus growth. And it's they're both going to attack walls. They can attack anything that's organic. And so as long as you fight the moisture, that's what stops it because you're not going to get 
any decay. You're not getting any mold. You're not getting any mildew in any organic material where the moisture is less than about 25%. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Michael? To keep that moisture down in the basement, address the drainage issues outside. Look at your gutters and downspouts. Make sure it's not dropping all the water right next to the foundation wall. Make sure you run a dehumidifier in your basement pretty much every day, especially in the humid months. Um, and that'll really all do the trick to sort of get rid of that moisture. And if you really maintain the outside into the inside, you'll do a great job of keeping that basement dry and enjoy your extra space because basements are gold mines for real estate. Well, the economy is getting better, but if you're still feeling a bit of a money crunch and that's derailing your plans to redecorate, you might not need to drop a bundle to make your space look brand new. Leslie's got some tips on budget decorating in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. That's right. You want to know the easiest and the cheapest way to change the look of your room? Rearrange your furniture. You know what? (laughs) It's free, except for, you know, the pain medication you're going to have to take for your back. But we're with you on this. It's totally free, and it's still going to make everything in your room feel fresh and new. Seriously, it gives you a brand new perspective on everything. Now, you can also think about bringing in items from your other rooms. Why not trade out your side tables or your lamps? I mean, you've got it in the house. Use the house as a prop room. Switch around things. Now, changing your furniture placement can also help make room for your house holiday guests. So think about how many people you're having over, how much seating you need. You can also add a pop of color from your bedroom with pillows or a chair for the living room. Now, if you look at your home with a keen eye, you can absolutely find ways to mix and match what you already own for a fresh take on your kind of old home, but it'll give you a nice, inexpensive way to spruce things up. And if you move that furniture around and poked a hole or two in your wall, no problem. Because coming up next week on the show, we're going to give you some wall repair tips. It happens a lot this time of year with all of the shifting that we're doing. Moving stuff in, moving stuff around, taking stuff out. Holidays are such an active time for many households. We get a lot of calls on how to fix up those walls, along with the cracks that seem to form in the winter when things dry out. We will tackle that issue on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.